Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, Joe Gamble, and Sheila Harry. C-ticket patrons, series inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, and Patty Wool. B-Ticket Patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, and Jeff and Paige Orton. And to the A-Ticket Patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelica Nablock, and the All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the facade of It's a Small World. Standing in front is the Big Bad Wolf and the Three Little Pigs. Written above in yellow lettering is Three Little Pigs and Friend. Written below is Disneyland. On the back it reads, Three Little Pigs. Throughout Fantasyland, the Three Little Pigs are still singing Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf and giving their toothy friend a merry chase. It's postmarked December 28, 1969, with an Anaheim cancel, and a five-cent blue George Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283. I assume they visited the park on Saturday, December 27th, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 62 and a low of 40. It's addressed to Mr. Mark Batslaff of Chicago, Illinois. It reads, Dear Mark, Last night we saw 300 Walt Disney characters in a parade. We are going to see the Rose Parade with my daughter and granddaughter. Mrs. Grinky. This week we go back in time to the 1990s and look at the origins of Mickey's Toontown. The official and fictional Disney backstory is that Mickey built Toontown for the Disney characters back in the 1930s, and when his friend Walt Disney was looking to open a theme park, Mickey suggested the Orange Grove in Anaheim. The history of Mickey's Toontown is a little bit different. After the success of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Imagineering planned on opening a Hollywoodland between Main Street and Tomorrowland. Concurrently, on the East Coast, plans were already in motion for Mickey's Birthday Land behind Fantasyland in the Magic Kingdom, as well as an attraction based on Roger Rabbit at MGM Studios. These plans were all changed after the disappointing opening of Euro Disney. The Hollywood Land and additions to MGM Studios were scrapped, but plans moved forward with opening a new land in Disneyland beyond the berm and next to It's a Small World. Some of the concepts from Mickey's Birthday Land and the Roger Rabbit attraction were blended together to create Mickey's Toontown. This was the first new land to Disneyland since Bear Country, now named Critter Country, opened in 1972. As an advertisement for Mickey's Toontown, the 1993 Rose Parade started with a performance with a float featuring Mickey's house, Minnie's house, and Pluto's doghouse. The characters, along with Dancing Flowers and Toontown citizens, danced around the house until a goofy-shaped bus with more Disney characters arrive. The house floats then opened to even more Disney characters. Above all the characters was a large Toontown sign with a sun logo. The sun character was also used in the commercial for the new land. (music) 
Do you know what's great to put on a special greeting card? Vintage stamps from Enfield Post. Be sure to check out the special Sunday sales at EP Sunday Sale on Instagram. It's a great way to add a little bit of flair to a birthday card, holiday card, or a postcard. That's EP Sunday Sale on Instagram or You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the African scene from It's a Small World. You can see the large elephant and the lion, and to the far left, you can see a couple kids laughing with a hyena. On the back it reads, The legendary adventure of Africa is one of the many experiences enjoyed by Disneyland Voyagers in Walt Disney's It's a Small World attraction. It's postmarked December 30th, 1967, with a Los Angeles cancel and a five-cent blue George Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283. I assume they visit the park on Friday, December 29th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 66 and a low of 51. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Ron Novak of West Lafayette, Indiana. It reads, Dear Judy and Ron, how about this postcard? Already I'm on the bus back from Disneyland. Wow, that place is great. I can't believe how many cool people are here. Have a nice year. I'll try to write later. The grand opening and dedication for Mickey's Toontown was hosted by Michael Eisner and Harry Anderson. Other stars in attendance included Ted Danson, Candace Bergen, Tony Danza, Danny DeVito, Tom Selleck, Whoopi Goldberg, and Roy E. Disney. Looking at my 1993 park map, the opening day attractions included Mickey's House and Meet Mickey, Minnie's House, Goofy's Bounce House, Miss Daisy, Donald's Boat, Chippendale's Tree Slide and Acorn Crawl, Gadget's Go Coaster, and the Jolly Trolley. Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin would not open for another year. The land was designed to look like a cartoon. Originally, that area was a small road, storage, and additional space for park horses, and is only around three acres. It's divided into two sections, a downtown with a city hall, a bank, fire station, and other buildings, and a residential area where Mickey and friends live. While looking through opening day videos, I did find a small performance which used a moving stage with a few characters, Goofy, Roger Rabbit, Chippendale, with four human Toontown workers, a fireman, a cop, a utility worker from the power and water department, and an auto mechanic. They were known as the Toontones and were played by some of the Dapper Dance of Main Street. The six-minute show was set to music and was based around trying to stop a bomb sent by Judge Doom to destroy Toontown, with help from a kid from the audience. Looking through my Disneyland Today park guides, I only found it playing during the opening week of Toontown, Tuesday, January 26th through Friday, January 29th. The show was called Toontown Welcome Blast Show. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a surprise giraffe looking at a baby giraffe falling slowly from the sky, wrapped in a blanket, with two parachutes, one near its head and one attached to the blanket. It's postmarked February 9th, 2023, in a priority mail envelope, 
and $9.65 printed postage. It reads, Clocky, buddy pal, I was doing some early spring cleaning and thought you'd appreciate these more. Besides, I can always steal another set of the Waltz plane postcards from my dad. Bailey, with an arrow pointed to smudge dink, noting, cat smudges. Thank you so much for the postcards and the Disney highlights. The postcards from the Waltz plane exhibit at D23 are amazing. The style, the content, and the details make for a beautiful set of postcards. I also love the Disneyland Highlights mini postcard book. I have a few in my collection. Looking at the back where you could add a stamp makes me want to find one which has been addressed, stamped, and made it through the postal system. This also reminds me I should do an episode about these and other mailable Disney souvenirs. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sentfromdisneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 